Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marbazan and Mike Molyneux. All right, so off-season time still. We got to talk about things that we want the Patriots to do going into next season. Because if there was one thing that really pissed off a lot of people about the Patriots this year, it was that offense. And it's crazy because at the start of the season, guys, we were like, this offense is nasty. We were talking about this team going undefeated. And then all of a sudden you started to realize, okay, Brady actually has nobody to throw to. There are no targets. And you, you looked at the offense overall and you're like, okay, there's, there's some things that got to be fixed here. So going off of that, as we head into the free agency period in about a month, uh, as we head into discussions about what the Patriots should trade for, if they should trade for anybody. Guys, the question is, which targets do you want the Patriots to go and get this offseason to improve either the defense? It doesn't have to just be the offense. Either the defense or the offense next season. What targets do you want to see them go get? Marv, we'll start with you. First and foremost, whether you keep Tom Brady or Tom Brady leaves, the New England Patriots need to start off in the draft. And somehow, some way, draft a quarterback. You need to draft another quarterback going into the draft. Um, How high? How high do you think? This is. I'd this say, is, I'd say thir- somewhere between the the third and fifth rounds. If you draft earlier, I wouldn't be mad if it's a really solid quarterback. You need to get someone in here that you believe in, that you trust in, and say, hey, this is going to be the future of our team right here. And you give them the keys. You say, hey, in two years. This is what we want you to become. Just as what they were trying to do with Jimmy Garoppolo, we found out, hey, Tom Brady just was not ready to slow down anytime soon. That's so the that, worst part. They had that guy. They had they it. Had him. It wasn't time, man. Just, they had it too early. Too early. Tom Brady was still slinging that ball. Still, still great. Second, um, something we haven't really talked about really is that defensive line. You need to you need to bring in someone to like a run stopper. You know, last year they went in, they tried to get um, Mike Pinnell, and that just didn't work out at all. Yes, you do have um, Adam Butler, but you brought in you brought in um, oh I'm blanking on his name Bennett. You brought in Bennett and he didn't work out. You know, due to I almost forget he was even on the team. Yeah, people sure, forget he was cool. on the team. He was supposed to be a guy that. You know, really shirt up that defensive line. And because you had the Jamie Collins and you guys were switching up the schemes, it didn't work out. But we saw once once you faced the Baltimore Ravens and on, you couldn't stop the run at all. The run was your biggest weakness on defense. Yes, the defense was elite, but we saw what happened later on into the season. Bring some guys in there to be able to stop the run. And then offensively, we're talking about the offensive line. Protecting the quarterback. Do you have anybody that you want them to go get? Any ideas? Because you like you're losing Joe Tooney, which you're not you're not bringing Joe Tooney back. That guy is going to bring it all. I know I know what you're saying, and we know how much money he's going to make. But you got to do whatever you can to try to keep Tooney, someone who knows who knows your offense, solidify that left that left side. I know Nick. I think you brought this up on the show. Maybe moving Tooney to tackle and continuing on from there. Tooney to tackle. Yeah, maybe moving Tooney to tackle and and finding another guard. So the thing is, so the thing is, because if you have Win, if you do lose Tooney, Win played guard, and I think that's the conversation I was having. Win played guard okay, yep. in college, so you could take Win. There are a lot of people who are like, this guy is a bona fide tackle, but you could take Win and you can move him over to guard easy. So if you're gonna lose Joe Tooney, it sucks, but you at least have that 
potentially. But then the problem is left tackle. Like, what do you do? And then on the the right side, another problem is what happened to the right side of of our offensive line? Mason, um, Cannon, all these guys is just, they, they regressed all last season. So you really got to start bringing in some guys in that can actually play some football and really shore up that line because that was a huge problem from there. So stopping the run in the offensive line, those are, those are something the Patriots really need to, um, you know, fix coming into this season. All right, Mike, before we jump over to you, I do have – I've got a list of guys. There there have been rumors. There have been discussions about free agents, about trade targets. Um, not even just potentially for the Patriots, but just people who could – players who could be traded. So you got Stephon Diggs. There was a lot of rumors before the NFL trade deadline uh, last season. He's on a semi-new contract. He's got a couple years left. Stephon Diggs, maybe a trade target. Odell Beckham, that guy seems pissed about where he is again. Manny Sanders, free agent, Hunter Henry, free agent, A.J. Green. Uh, somebody, so Marv, this goes along with your offensive line. Anthony Costanzo, I think is how you pronounce it, offensive tackle for the Colts. And just seeing the word, the, the team Colts, the Colts had a badass offensive line. That line was really team. good. He's a free it agent. It took him a while, but they finally got a line. As soon as Andrew Luck was like, you know, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> Uh, Amari Cooper and then Derrick Henry. So those are just a couple of names who are free agents and potential trade targets. So Mike, what do you think? Targets, who should the Patriots go after? Who should they go and grab? First and foremost, I agree with everything Marv said for sure. This is the year. This is the year you draft the next guy. Because I'm going with the assumption that Brady will be back. But in the draft, this is the year you get the guy that is going to be there. Brady is going to have... Two, maybe three years in him, I think that's enough time to bring somebody in and have him there ready to go if you sign Brady to a two-year contract that I think will bring him to 45, I believe, which is his target age that he's been talking about. Uh, I think this is the year you make it happen in the draft. I also am one that believes when it comes to the, the line, especially the offensive line, the draft is the way to go. I feel like you can definitely – you know, get somebody in the uh, in the draft or a few people in the draft who can step up on the line and be solid pieces there. You know, you don't necessarily have to go out and sign somebody to big-time money. I believe that in the draft you can show up an offensive line as long as you have, you know, the right scouts uh, to, to find the right players to, to put into your system. And I believe the Patriots do. I mean, unfortunately, Dante Starnicki is gone, so you don't have him there to work with these guys anymore. But I trust the Patriots in making that happen. Um, in terms of other areas on the team, you know, aside from Brady, we do know that this team needs weapons. They need they need weapons, and a guy who do you want who do you want them to bring in as a weapon? I'm thinking AJ Green might have to be that guy. I understand he's had hell some, yes had some history with injuries. We know that, which makes it a little scary because I mean I don't know if he's had if he's played a full season. Since he's been in the league, I, I can't recall. I've had him on my fantasy team a couple of years, so I know that for sure. Another guy who I think is going to be a free agency in free agency is um, Amari Cooper. I believe I saw his name floating around there as well. You know, does Dallas do everything they can to try to bring him back too? You know, they have to already deal with Dak Prescott on his contract situation. But maybe Amari Cooper wants to, you know, test the waters other other places. And if the Patriots and him link up, I know Amari Cooper. Early in his career struggle, but he's had some a sort of resurgence since he's been with Dallas. So I wouldn't mind him as well. Uh, the, those are two weapons. Over the, you obviously need to 
upgrade the tight end position. You know, that's another place. Do you kick the tires with Jimmy Graham? No. I don't know. You do not. You, leave, you, leave those, Graham, you let those tires you, continue to go down the hill. Greg Olson, maybe. No. Uh, Neither. <laughs> Greg, Greg Olson, I'm a maybe. Just because, like, Jimmy Graham, I know I always crap on Aaron Rodgers. But if you aren't going to be productive with Aaron Rodgers, like I don't know. If, I mean, you, I, I, Brady's much better, believe me. But I don't know if I'm a if I'm big on Jimmy Graham. But I'm glad you brought up tight ends because there is somebody that I think the Patriots should go after, and I think they will go after. We already know what the Patriots do with the tight end spot. If you have a good tight end in the system, their offense runs like a well-oiled machine. They are phenomenal. They're solid. Hunter Henry has gotten his ass beat with injuries, 2018 torn ACL. Last year, he missed a few games with a knee injury. Hunter Henry's a free agent, and those injuries might have saved teams, at least, when it comes to the contract that would have to that it would take to bring this kind of guy in. Because Hunter Henry, a couple years ago, we saw before the injuries, he was a solid, solid player. Good he player, looked like yeah. he was one of the up-and-coming tight ends of the league. If the Patriots can throw a contract at him that's affordable for them and you can bring in a productive tight end who, you know, the Patriots have had issues with tight ends and injuries before, but if you can bring in this guy and just hope that he's not going to get hurt like A.J. Green, well, you might have some value there with a guy who can put on a show for you at the tight end spot. But then, I mean, let's get, let's get crazy. Stephon Diggs, give up that first-round pick. Give me Stephon Diggs in a Patriots uniform. Big move right there. That's but. one of my favorite players. I would love to see it, but that's that won't be hard. I, first round pick, do it. I'll sell my leg to the Vikings if I have to. I will do whatever <laughs> it takes. It doesn't matter to me. I would love to see Stephon Diggs in a Patriots uniform. And that's, and, and that's kind of perfect for what the Patriots would do, because I think if you went out and you got Stephon Diggs, and like I said, Hunter Henry, I think it will be on an affordable contract, you, can, you might be able to bring both of those guys in. And you couple that with Nikhil Harry, who could take a step forward. You still got Julian Edelman on this team. Suddenly, guys, you're looking at this Patriots offense, and you're like, hell yeah, let's have a day. This is going to be awesome. Solid offense away from being, you know, the team that we expected them to be last year. Yeah, absolutely. So if I think that if you could give up a first-round pick for Stephon Diggs, you'd do it. Because if you bring in Brady, what's he want? He wants weapons. All of a sudden, you've got that elite target. You've got a solid tight end as long as he's healthy. You got Julian Edelman, your best friend, still there. You got Nikhil Harry, like I said. You've got those weapons there who are all of a sudden, like, this offense is going to be good. I think there's a legit chance that both those things can happen. And, man, I would lose my mind if they brought Stephon Diggs in. Lose yeah, it. I mean, tight end is obviously the glaring hole of, of this offense, right? They, you just didn't have one at all. Why don't you try, if you want to kick tires, why don't you try kicking the tires on O.J. Howard? Mm. He's entering his last year. He screwed Buc- me last Buccaneer, year. Buccaneer season. You know he wouldn't be playing like that if he's playing with the New England Patriots, Nick. This is a guy who can mm-hmm. block. And at first, we all thought he was just going to be a blocking tight end, and he untapped his receiving ability. He can be really special with the Patriots. I think that's the target. You know, Hunter Henry's great. But I think if you can try to go for O.J. Howard – Younger, more healthier. I think that's the target that you you want to look at. Yeah, and he's really athletic too. And if you can, I think that's what it comes down to. If you can just bring in a productive tight end, I think that changes the the dynamics of this entire offense. And you need two tight ends, two tight ends with 
with this system, you still got Josh McDaniels running the offense. You need two tight ends, and hey, you get a solid tight end and maybe an O.J. Howard, Hunter Henry, and then you draft Moss's boy, Thaddeus Moss. Oh, bring Put me him in Thaddeus on the Moss. team as well. And oh man, let's get it started. Let's get Moss a ring. <laughs> All right, guys, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marv Zahn. So let's play some devil advocate, devil's advocate here. Are there any legitimate reasons for the Patriots to not bring back Tom Brady? So you can't have a discussion about the Patriots this offseason, it seems like, and not talk about this Tom Brady topic, this Tom Brady discussion, because... As of right now, you don't know who's going to be the Patriots of uh, the, the the quarterback of the Patriots next season. So, Tom Brady, should the Patriots not bring him back? And what would some legitimate reasons, if you guys even have any, what are the legitimate reasons to not bring back Tom Brady, who is entering his age forty three season this year? Mike, we'll start with you. What do you think? Okay, so first and foremost, I believe the Patriots will bring Brady back. Brady wants to be back. Let me just put that out there. But, again, like you said, Nick, we're going to play devil's advocate here. And if that's what we're going to do, reasons being uh, for the Patriots not to bring back Tom Brady, they're trying to get with the times. You know, we've seen, you know, the the successful quarterbacks in the league right now, the Patrick Mahomes, the uh, Lamar Jacksons, Deshaun Watsons, these guys, uh, Russell Wilson, these guys – who are mobile quarterbacks who can do it with their arm, their legs, you know, moving out of the pocket, keeping plays alive, you know, that's what's taking over the NFL right now. One guy just won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP because he plays like that. Another guy just won the NFL MVP because he plays like that. Patriots, if they want to get with the times, that would be a reason why they wouldn't want to bring back Tom Brady. Obviously, do you have that in Stidham? Jerry's still out on Stidham and what he can do. Is there a guy in free agency that you can go and get? You know, there's talk of Andy Dalton and Phillip Rivers. Probably not. Do you go in the draft? You bring in Andy Dalton, I'm done. (laughs) Do you go in the draft and see if you can draft one of these young boys who are probably playing like that at the collegiate level and bring it over into the NFL? That is an option. But if the Patriots want to say, look, we're trying to move on from the pocket quarterback and, you know, get with the times and bring in somebody who can make things happen within our offense, you know, with his arm and legs. That is a major reason right there why the Patriots will try to move away from Tom Brady and start a brand new era with somebody completely new. And I and I preferably believe it'd be somebody young out of the draft or Stidham. Either way, I believe that's a reason why they would want to go in a different direction. All right, Marv, what do you think? Devil's advocate. Why would the Patriots not bring him back? Why should the Patriots not bring back Tom Brady? I think it's just father time. Father time. You don't want to see what happened to the Denver Broncos and just Peyton Manning. Just, it just happened out of nowhere. It didn't happen in week one. It happened like maybe week three. They won three. a Super Bowl. He won, he won a Super Bowl <laughs> off the back of his defense, off the back of the defense and it yeah. was, incredible the how they still won that Super Bowl but Peyton Manning they had to take him out for maybe like eight weeks and say yeah he's gonna go through some rehab and stuff like that and they man no, he just they, <laughs> they managed with Brock Osweiler until you know until the playoffs came came kicking in but you don't want to see that if we all remember Peyton just did not look like Peyton Manning anymore he was throwing ducks out there is that what Brady looked like last year hell no but 
Brady's getting there. He's going to be playing at the age of 43. It can happen at any time where he completely just sucks, and you don't have a backup plan. Unlike the Saints, when Breeze went down with that thumb injury, you had two guys ready to to start and continue that that boat with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. He won five games in a row to the point Drew Breeze was like, ah, okay, yeah, I'm going to rush this injury here before <laughs> hey, I lose my job. <laughs> so – you don't have that right now with the New England Patriots. You don't have anybody to really say, okay, if anything were to, was to happen to Tom Brady, we will be fine. But due to that fact, maybe that's the reason why Brady will still be on this team. But you've got to find a way to develop somebody or have someone ready to go. And the Patriots do not have that. And age would be the only reason why they would say, hey, we need to move on. Mike said, we, this, this is a new era of football right now. You're seeing the dual quarterbacks really take over. We saw a dual quarterback win the Super Bowl. This is what it's going to be from here on out. And can Brady keep up with the new NFL is the question. Yeah, I mean, he's he's as old as Jesus Christ. Like, the guy is just ancient at this point. And regardless of the weapons, I mean, he took a step back, guys. And we've, I mean, we've, this has been a show who's been very open about that. Like, he did take a step back last sure year. Sure did. And then with that, I mean, you're going to be looking at the, we know that he wants commitment, and I think we can all agree it's more commitment than it is money for Brady right now. So if you sign this guy, you're signing him for two years. It's not just going to be a one-year thing like the Patriots have been doing the past couple seasons. It's going to be a two-year thing. You are going to have Tom Brady locked up unless he chooses to retire for two seasons. And that contract is going to be, what, $25 million, $30 million, somewhere in that range? So you're going to have to look at a guy like Tom Brady and be like, okay, is it worth signing somebody who's entering his age 43 season who, could, who took a step back last year who could take a bigger step back this year because you never know at this point. And then if he does have a tough time this year, all of a sudden you're hamstrung with this, and then you have to be like, hey, we have this guy for a, a full other season. Is that worth it? Right. I don't know if that's worth it. And that's a legitimate thing that the Patriots should look at and have that discussion, which I'm sure they are having that discussion. Another thing is the attitude. We talked about this a lot over the last uh, last season. Tom Brady didn't seem happy, right? Team sucked. The team did suck, but that's speculation, right? Like, what if that? What if there are multiple factors here that made Brady unhappy? And if he does come back here for the money, if he does come back here for the commitment, who says that he's going to be happy again next season, the year after that? There are a lot of that's things. That's legitimate. That, yeah, the Patriots can look at several options here, several several factors, and be like, okay, I don't know if bringing Tom Brady back is worth it. Again, $25, $30 million. If he sucks this upcoming season, you still have him for another year. Guaranteed because you may, you had to sign that contract because you put yourself in this position. You don't have somebody lined up to take over that role unless the Patriots see something in Jared Stidham that we just don't, which I think we all can see exactly what they're seeing yeah. in Jared Stidham. <laughs> Stidham's just a project right now. Yeah. All right, guys. Anything else? Wrap it up. Yeah, just it's it would imagine Patriots actually do everything Brady wanted. You they get the line, you get some receivers, a tight end. And then Brady just doesn't have it. That that's to me right there. That's the, the scary the, thing. Worst the that's worst case scenario. Bad. But I don't think that's going to be the case. You know, again, you just you brought up the whole Peyton Manning season. I don't think Brady's at that level of drop off yet. You know, the work he puts no, in. No, but it's, I don't it's know. one hit. It's one hit away. Yep, he's so old. It. Hey man, he's, he's he's been making it happen so far. Still playing at a a, a, a decent level. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him some pieces out there, and I think we'll see something nice, man.
All right, guys, that's it. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, Nick Qualley, Marvin Zahn, and Mike Molino. We're going to be back next week. Maybe another Tom Brady discussion. I love this Tom Brady news. I hate that we have to even, that we have to go through this. And like the Red Sox are going through their own uh, mountain of crap right now too. But the thing is, this is so much fun to talk about. I love talking about all this drama. I love talking about all this juice that's giving, that's giving the Patriots offseason life. So hopefully we're going to have more topics like that next week. Again, Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino. Guys, we'll be back next week. Thanks for watching. So visit fanduel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.